Dust and Lady, and we are back. Hey! Who's better than ever? You never left. You and me. Well, I actually been at this desk all this time, just the camera was I just on. forgot to hit broadcast all yeah, the time. Yeah, I know. All right, we're here. Okay, so it's me, Lady Ada. Mr. Lady Ada, you're behind the screen. Yeah. This is our show that we stream raw, unfiltered, unscripted, live demos from my desk. You can't handle the truth. You can't deal with this. You can't handle the truth. Intense engineering where I make like big mistakes and you need to watch them. That's kind of the most exciting streams when it's like I delete the wrong file or like I can't exit VI or something. Um, yeah. Okay, so I thought I would just show what I'm, I'm hacking on. I mean, I've been doing stuff all this time, like running Adafruit, getting a lot of new products People in the store. People watch our other shows. This is yeah, we have like, other shows. Yeah. But, You're not you know, like Enya where you come down from your castle every four years and you no. drop an <laughs> like, like butterflies and stuff. Okay. Uh, it's us. We love Enya actually in this house. I do. We do. We, we played a lot. Um, so I've been like, uh, the last couple of days I've been looking at WebUSB a little bit, which um, is a new thing. It's amazing. There's new, 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 new. This one's for Dan Halbert because he, he didn't see our Instagram thing. So this is for Dan. This is for you, Dan. I don't know what that means, but okay. Yeah. I mean, Dan works for us, but I don't know what yeah, Instagram. Yeah, this is for him. Okay. This is also for Riley Grant and Ken Rockott. Sure. Because they're the authors of this API. So there's this thing, right? I've been fighting, I've been fighting like two things my entire life, right? The well, patriarchy? Patriarchy. <laughs> count, starting to count by zero. Yeah. Uh, buffer size management, memory management and uh, serial port access on a computer. Those are like my three biggest yeah. enemies. I know. So CircuitPython kind of gets rid of the buffer size stuff. Not that I can't do memory management, I can like kind of sort of do it, but like humans can't do it in general. So I think like getting rid of it and going to garbage collected languages is kind of like, I'm, I'm into it. Um, patriarchy I'm working on every day. Yeah, I got it. Smashing it. Um, but three, serial port consoles. So. So like age old days, we used to have like serial ports. They were like DB9 or DE9, and then they also had the 25 pin version. You plug into the back, you got plus minus 10 volt, TTL serial, TTL serial, and uh, you could send and receive data. That was great. You had STK 500, if you remember those things, they had a, like a serial chunk port in the back and they had a, all that good stuff. And then eventually serial ports went away. And also Macs never had serial ports. And so they went to USB serial. And this is like a kind of an evil thing. I mean, like it's wonderful because it like, it allowed people to just very easily connect serial devices to computers. But um, basically, you know, people just grabbed uh, USB serial converters like FTDI chips or Scilabs chips or like the CH4030 or whatever. And um, that works okay, but you have to know about like what serial port you have and on a Mac it's like slash dev slash cu dot tty and you have to use screen. There's like no really good terminal software uh, since Zterm. I think Zterm was like the last good one. I don't even think it exists anymore. And on Linux likewise, maybe you can use Minicom. Nothing, nothing is really um, super great. On, on Windows there's a couple of good paid ones but uh, for free ones you use Putty. But nothing is like really, it, it's just not easy to use, I found. It's a thing that trips up people a lot. Especially in Windows 7, you have like a serial port driver and you don't know what your COM port is. And like, if you've ever seen people struggle with Arduino, um, it's like knowing what COM port to use or what serial port to use is, is often 
um, a tricky part of getting started. So you're like, why are you rambling about serial ports? So WebUSB, which is this new API standard that just like finished getting released into Chrome distribution like three months ago, but I was not streaming then. Um, that was Chrome 61. It came out now we're up to Chrome 64. And it's very interesting because it adds a receive and transmit descriptor that Chrome, the web browser, can communicate with. And like RX and TX descriptor, like that's the same as serial, basically, right? You've got data in pipe, data out pipe. You've got probably a control pipe as well. I haven't looked in detail into the descriptors, but you, know, you, you, can, you can probably do some control stuff as well. And this is really neat because it basically means that I, that I see an end to serial ports. They will have them, but you don't need to use them. You'll be able to use web USB instead. So I thought maybe we'd just take a look at this uh, web USB API standard really fast because I haven't looked at it. I don't know, I just pulled it up. Let's show, show, show a demo and why I'm actually starting to look at this now. Yeah, Let's go to the computer. Let's practice. Can we go, ooh, computer. So web USB API. Thanks, Riley Grant and Ken Rockot. Do you know how hard it is to get a new API into a, a browser? I don't even know. It must be so hard. I think like Web Bluetooth, I think has been worked on for like six years. I'm sure this was going on for years as well. Anywhere. So it looks like, what? Oh, the broadcast over here. Oh yeah? Dark. Oh, cool. It's really goth? No, I don't know what's going on. You want to go back? Yeah, I don't know what happened. Huh. Weird. Let's see if it comes back. Okay. Running well, the reason I am... Um, you don't need to look at me when I can, I can just ramble. Wait, so the thing is, it came back here, too. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Wirecast, man. What the hell? Um, the reason I was looking at this is actually because um, the Microsoft work, folks who work on MakeCode added support for it. You want to mess with thing? Okay. Yeah, let's go back to this one. Okay. Yeah, let's, try this. let's try that. Yeah. Let's see. Do we appear? There's a little bit of delay. Yeah. Can we handle it? No. Yeah, I don't know why the screen. Whoa, weird. We'll see if this. Uh, okay. Just want to see. Look, this is experimental. Yeah, this is why we don't do this all the time. Yeah. It's weird that it's not seeing computers. Hmm. It only sees face, human face. Well, I can hold this stuff up. Do we mention it's live? It's super live. Yeah, I don't know. It's the most live. No, I'm just going to go back to you for a second. Okay. Okay. Um... So yeah, the people who wrote MakeCode for the Circuit Playground Express, they also had this problem because MakeCode runs in the browser and they want it to be completely browser-based so you can use you know, any computer basically. You don't have to install any software. But one thing that browsers historically cannot do is talk to USB devices. It's something that's just been blocked off from them. Like they added, you know, of course, keyboards you can use to communicate, you can type, you can use a mouse, uh, and they can, that hardware can interact. Um, and then they added MIDI a couple months or a year ago. But serial port, or like downloading data through a bootloader, was not available. That's why with 
um, stuff like Codebender and Arduino Create, there's like an agent, there's a piece of software that you run locally. Um, and that bridges, that lets you like kind of bridge the data transfer. But even then, a lot of those are going to probably get killed off soon. Um, add-ons that do hardware interfacing, like they're not, they're not really secure often. And um, the people who design these browsers are like not really into it. So I think in his exchange, they're like, okay, we're going to uh, discontinue maybe like support for Chrome apps, but like, hey, you can use web USB. Maybe that'll solve some of your problems. I'm going to flip to this just for a second and see what happens. Okay. Experimentation. Yeah. Okay. Um, so with WebUSB, you can communicate with this hardware, and uh, you think that was a problem, that monitor? No. It's gone. It's gone. It goes there for a second, then it goes away. Weird. What the actual? What the? Why would it do that? I don't know. Then it goes blank. Software. Weird. If it was a hardware problem, I'd scope it. Yeah, I don't know what's up. Anyways, so you can like. Well, I'll just go. I'll just go back to this. It doesn't yeah, matter. Fine. Like, we'll figure this out. Yeah, I mean, people could just Google for for web USB. Um, but so, we've got your your palm top computer, and I've got it running. This is a Windows 10 like mini laptop that you picked up. Yeah. And you can see you can like plug in a device, and what's neat is. Um, you know, you can use make code, you can drag and drop stuff, you know, like this is a touch screen so you can select it. And then when you click download, it'll actually do the firmware download and change this. Whatever you see here is not going to be, it's going to be on here for a minute. Oh yeah, sure. Um, without needing to, like directly from the browser. So it works in Chrome only, only Chrome supports web USB at this time. Um, but Chrome does run on everything. So it works on Chrome OS, like Chromebooks, because that's, Chrome is the native browser for that. It works on Windows 10. It works on Mac. It doesn't work on iOS, because iOS doesn't expose like any USB hardware interface. So that's like a little annoying, but maybe like one day they will. Um, but one thing that is added that you couldn't do before is Android. So with Android, it's really hard to uh, drag and drop files onto like an external disk drive. You can do it, but it's like not elegant. So, hold on and grab my, so I grabbed my like super ancient Nexus 7 tablet. And then if you use an on the go cable, which is like a micro, micro B to micro B. Okay. Wait, this is working now? I have a workaround. Okay. Yeah, I got a workaround. All right, so you, you, can, you want to also try the overhead? I can do anything I want. Well, let's do the overhead. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'll do the demo again. Look, we're experimenting. Let's see if I survive the overhead transfer. Okay. Yeah, this is all working. Okay, cool. Um, so I'll do that demo, but like now it's like super close. So on the laptop, um, this is the make code interface. So it's like, you know, blockly drag and drop. And um, so we'll do maybe the rainbow animation. Is this, uh, is this in uh, focus? What? The screen? I can't tell. Yeah. Okay. So in settings, um, let's see, no USB devices found. Okay, that's good. 
although it should. All right, and then I can click download. And it will download to here, and then I can change this animation to maybe sparkle animation, download it, and it'll change the animation. Again, no, no operating system, drag, drop, AVR dude. It's completely done within the browser, like completely. It's all JavaScript used to program a USB device, communicate with the bootloader. Um, let me refresh, because I think I have to refresh this. Yeah, so now you can see there's actually uh, two devices. I can delete them to show the security stuff. So you're like, oh, like how could it possibly talk to a USB device? Like that's so insecure. I don't want it to talk to USB devices. But the first time you do this, which I skipped over because I'd already set it up, it will, um, unless it's cached, it should pop up a thing and say, oh yeah, hold on, let me, it's like, why did you delete the settings? Hold on. It should pop up a window and say, hey, you're trying to access a web USB device. Do you want to give access? Yeah, so here it is. Do you want to pair your device? And you say, yeah, you go ahead. And it says, just make sure you have the latest firmware. And you're like, I did. And then let's pair it. And then this is from within the browser. So this is a browser API, uh, a UI element. And it says, this is the device you want to connect to. You select it from the list of web USB capable devices. Again, they have to have that descriptor exposed. Like you can't, you can't connect to like a generic device. Like you can't plug in your Arduino and have it just work or um, anything that doesn't have a web USB, USB descriptor. So you do have to have firmware on this device that says, hey, I'm expecting to be a web USB exposed uh, hardware interface. But then once you pair it, you only have to pair it once and then you never have to pair it again. So now next time I want to download um, different animation, it doesn't do the pairing thing. It just does the download. So that's that. Okay, so that's the Windows 10 demo. So Windows 7, I don't have quite working yet because I need to install an INF file and I have to just like figure out what the format is for that. So I'm gonna put away this nice little laptop. Just like a little sticker. Okay, so then I hauled out my Nexus 7. So this is from 2013. So this is like an ancient, <laughs> ancient tablet. Only runs like up to um, Android 6. You get it on the go cable. Again, two micro USB, one on each side. You go one here and then one here. And then you just have to make sure that you're running um, Chrome 61 or greater, and this is Chrome 64. 64. Um, and then, is it site settings? No. Where is hardware? Man. Privacy? No, never mind. I don't know where it is. Somewhere here that you can also get to the, the settings for uh, what's, what's paired, but this should already be paired because I, I kind of messed with this already. And then do the same thing. You can download. You can do it. And the only thing that's annoying is it pops up this. It says, allow Chrome to use this device. And I can't figure out how to get that to stop. Like it always does it when you download. OK. 
kind of mysterious. So, like each time. This I'm not quite sure about why Android's doing this. Also, it's running Android 6, which is really old. So, uh, Rick and uh, Periscope said uh, all the kids have like Chromebooks and um, WebUSB will be really big for Circuit Playground and Circuit Playground in all the schools. Exactly. Yeah, this is really, exactly. I mean, uh, by the way, this, this like with a weird pop-up thing, it's only happening on my um, Nexus 7 tablet. And like, I don't know if it's because it's a really old tablet or because running an old version. Because, like, you know, WebUSB didn't exist. Come on. Wait. Let me see if I can change this. Because WebUSB didn't exist when 6.0 was, was created for Android, so I don't know if it's, like, the operating system is confused. Like, it's not synced to what... Like, Chrome 64 will run on, like... I got actually Chrome 64 running on, like, like Android 5. Like, it was happy to... But I think the operating system is like, I don't understand why the USB device is being used. So this doesn't come up on my Chromebook, but it comes up on uh, this Android tablet. But it does work. Like, it, that's annoying, but it does work. Um, so that's that. So it's functional. It's a hyperpixel. I don't know what a hyperpixel is. is it, if it's an Android tablet, it'll, it'll work, or an Android device. I don't have a phone. Um, but I'm going to, if we can get... Hyperpixel to display for the Raspberry Pi? Um, I don't know if there's Chrome for Raspberry Pi. I yeah. yeah, on Raspberry Pi, I don't, I think, I don't think there's a version of Chrome available. Um, but if there was, it would work. I mean, it should work with any, I mean, it works, should work with Linux, too. Okay, so that's that. So it does work, which is, this is promising. So what we have to do is get an Android phone, like a modern one. Maybe they meant like a Pixel phone, like a Google Pixel phone. And then I'll try it with the Google Pixel phone. Because it's it, like, this would be the first time you know, it's like you could actually do like pretty advanced programming from a, a phone mobile device. Again, iOS doesn't work. So that's my experimentations. Uh, so you want to go to the computer and try the computer? Yeah, we're going to try this. I have a fast way, I think, to look at this. So let's see if, let's see if it sees it this time. Yeah? Yeah. You can do it, computer. Yeah, we're good. Okay. So again, you can't just use this to connect to your USB devices that have already existed that don't have... Um, access to, that don't, that don't have a custom descriptor. For example, this will never work with an FTDI chip or something. You have to have a USB device you can customize a descriptor. Dan says, for Linux, looks like we'll need to set some UDEV rules for WebUSB. That is such a Linux thing to do. You always have to set UDEV rules, no matter what. So it's not unexpected. Um, I mean, running Arduino, you have to set UDEV rules with all that stuff also because you're accessing the modem. And they're like, why are you doing that? Um, so, yeah, this is some information about um, those descriptors. And so the, the bootloader for MakeCode has this stuff already added. What's up? Um, Chromium open source runs on the Pi. It's pre-installed latest build, so that might be something. Oh, okay. Out. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, I, do, I, do they keep all the same stuff in Chromium? Chromium I mean, is, is it, it's the same thing. Well, yeah, but... 
different OSs and it shouldn't know. matter. I mean, yeah. it's Linux, which we know works. You just need this UDEV rule as long as you have the Chrome browser. Right now, Firefox, Opera. Safari, none of them support it, and they're not expressing any interest in supporting it. Like, they haven't said no, but they haven't said yes. All right, Kenny has an Android phone from 2015 running NuGet and a recent Google Pixel test with. Okay, cool. Great, Katni, you can you can try. Dan yeah. can give you that bootloader. And then Scratch just works on Hyperpixel, perhaps make code would, because um, that's Chromium, so yeah, this might work. If, if, as long as it's Chrome. This is breaking news. Chrome 61 or greater. And it's yeah. just neat. Like, it, it's not. It isn't like a huge, massive, like, oh my God, they redid everything. It, it's just, it's like, it takes away another sliver of, of technical know-how required to, to get what you want done, right? So instead of having to know your COM port, instead of having to run screen or minicom, or like learning how to like run AVR Duder or Bosa or whatever your bootloader, it's, it's just completely wrappered for you already. Um, and as long as you have control over the USB stack, again, you can add a descriptor. So one of the issues I opened for CircuitPython is maybe the REPL would have a web USB exposed interface. And so you would go to a website and your REPL would be right there rather than having to open up a terminal. Bill from AT Maker says, um, you know, with MakeCode at Microsoft, maybe they'll put this in the edge because that ships with Windows. They should. They should. They have, they... They're there. And also, they it, work there. it helps that, well, it's a different team, and it's, it's a pretty yeah, good but, company. But, you, but having but, an example helps. But there's a person with an at Microsoft.com email address that you can email. doesn't hurt. <laughs> but having an example is helpful. Like, actually, right now, I don't know, other than, like, there's this calculator company that is using it. Oh, I was going to tell you to go to that. Yeah. So you want to go to numworks.com? So mine shipped. Yeah. Yeah, it's numworks.com. And by the way... Um, which is like kind of cool. Yeah, it's like but, this micro Python calculator. Yeah, by the way, here's something cool they did. Go down to hardware and then click um, electrical engineering. Look at this. This is like. Well, what's really cool is the PCB. Yeah, they like, show you the yeah. layers. And then the so other like, thing, hey. they, have, they have a full simulator in the browser for this. Yeah. So this use, this is one of the first things I saw that uses WebUSB. And we did a blog post about this. If yeah, because I was just to, Googling for yeah, WebUSB. If you go. Um, and if you go to uh, the blog, blog.adfruit.com. Well, there's like a calculator hacking. Yeah, so here, because I, I was Googling like, oh, oh yeah. WebUSB, and I bumped into this. So, so in December, which is, again, only like a month or two after WebUSB was released into Chrome 61, they're like, shoot, like maybe we should use LibUSB. Because like, they're like, oh, they looked into this. They're like, QT, and like LibUSB, and Python, and like, Anyone who's gone down this path, like, it's really, really hard to maintain. And they're like, you know what? Maybe if we just add these special descriptors, um, we'll be able to update it. So they're also like, hey, thanks, Riley Grant and Ken Rockot for, for doing this. These so, two are the um, people of the hour. Chromium blog says WebUSB has been in since Chromium 61, yeah. Yes. And then um, Dan Halber posted in a Google developer link, and it says access USB drives on the web. Yeah. So WebUSB API makes USB safer and easier by bringing it to the web. Yeah, look, it's, it's you know, you can say, like, it's unsafe, but, like, you know, web browsers already have access to a lot of your operating system, and in theory, like, you know, you give it access to your file system if you want, um, but we've gotten a lot better at making it secure. And, and moreover, I think one of the arguments that I read was, 
it's it's better to at least have this managed by the browser than to have each individual plugin writer manage security because they they're not going to do as good of a job as like Google is about like okay we're going to make sure that this browser is locked down. Yeah. So I have you a link if you want to pull that one up and then. Oh, I I don't have my IM open. Oh. And it's it open, won't open it up. No, it it doesn't show up. It's a, it erases. It's complicated. Oh. <laughs> Some other time. <laughs> All right. Um, I haven't. I don't have it set up right now. Okay. It'll pop up like every either everything or nothing. Um, so uh, yeah. So Numworks is using it. So they're the only other people who have Maybe seen. No. Right. Um. Is your not it, yeah, my computer's not really set up for that right now. All right. Um. Yeah. So WebUSB is used by Numworks for their bootloader, I guess, and that's cool. And it's also like a kind of a cool calculator, so pick one up. And um, those are the only people I've seen it. There is an Arduino plugin. I see a lot of people doing issues and, and comments on it, so it looks like it's kind of in progress working. Um, you'll need a 32U4-based or M0-based um, Arduino, but you can install this library, and you'll be able to use WebUSB as your serial port, and I guess they have a demo where they send and receive data. But I have been busy with other stuff, so I didn't get to try out this demo today. Okay. Let's... Um Let's go to the overhead. I'm going to get a cat. But, uh, just show the demo again, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I can also show these little robots. Yeah, all right. I'll get a cat creature. Okay. Go get the cat creature. No. All right, so maybe I'll... uh Let's see what other light effects I can do. I have to learn how to use this touch screen. Okay, so maybe I'll do this. And... Yellow. And then maybe green. I need smaller fingers. Okay, so let me download that. I want Blake again. Oh no. Really? Yeah. I just walked away for a second. Whoa. Well, nobody will know that my demo worked. Shoot. It was the cat. Let's see if it comes back. Yeah. Darn. All right. Well, at least we're just doing a practice broadcast, right? Yeah, I know. Cat, it was you. Yeah. Yeah, don't stick out your tongue. Yeah, it came back. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and pop it over again. Okay. Motivated. Yeah, okay, so I have to. Uh, well, let's see if it does it. Weird. Let me do. Okay, yeah, it's back. Weird. Okay. Up. Let me do on start, and then I'll move this here. And then I think there's a way for me to rotate the lights. Color. Photon. More. Can't I rotate it? Hmm. Sorry, it's been a while since I've used. Oh no. 
Nominal loss. But actually, another thing they can no, do. With, so they said they can stream data from the device to the editor as well. So yeah, you can, voice. but I haven't tried it. I oh, gotta, you know, someone says uh, Chromium for the Pi is only uh, version 60. See? It's one ah, less. That's why it won't work. It's one less. So when they, when they bump it up. Yeah, I thought there was a way to rotate. But I, like, rotate the pixels, but I clearly. I clearly do not remember that. Here, maybe I'll, I'll set the brightness to be really bright. Okay, mind-blowing. Let's blow some minds. Yeah, so when they, when they bump it to 61, that's when they added support. But another thing is it could be, yeah, bam. Because they have to add that support, uh, maybe that's why they couldn't build it quite yet, apparently. Okay. I'm just impressed that this like this literally five year old tablet still was well, able to do this. By the way, like every kid in school has old computers, so this is gonna work out. No, it's a good it's a good thing. It also means you could give a kid an old um, you know, device and it'll work. Okay, yeah, so that's he's still alive. Whoa, he's he's slippery. We brushed him. Well, I know. We brushed a cat earlier. So he's very soft. He's very soft and supple. Yeah. He, uh, he wants to be down. I'll go to the overhead. I'll put him on the overhead. Yeah? yeah. Make some room. Okay. I'm going to move the overhead up. Okay, there's plenty of cat room here. If you want to. Insert the cat. Yeah, okay. Okay. You can turn the light on. <laughs> you want to turn the light on? So yeah. People... Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah, he's not going to like this one you're doing anyways. Wait, you're going to turn him upside down? Yeah. Oh, no. This is the worst. Yeah. Well, maybe if I turn it off, that won't be as bad. Okay. Okay, now let's turn it. Okay. Yeah. You'll ask for it. Yeah. You, you did this, Internet. You guys demanded it. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Okay. Okay. Enough. <laughs> okay, release the beast. Okay, the beast is has gone back to not being threatened by us. Okay, so he's, he's going to scratch now. I'm a scratching post. Okay, so that's my demo. Okay. That's, that's our test. We did some good testing. Whew. Oh, my cyber tea. So we're going to try, I'm going to try to get that Windows 7 driver working next. And then, um... Maybe I'll see if we can... I'm going to test the uh, Arduino support. Looks like maybe I have to make a couple changes just to the like the, um, the board support package. But maybe we'll do a write-up on how to get it up and running. So I think it would be neat. You know, you plug in your Arduino and you can have it, like, in a web page. And then, of course, from that web page, you can easily use JavaScript to graph things, send data to Adafruit.io, like, whatever yeah. you want. All right, that's it. Good, good uh, technical test too for um, this new setup.
I know. We, you did a huge upgrade. Yeah, we'll see. We'll okay. See. We'll see what's... Well, yeah, mostly working. Okay. Some mysteries. All right, say bye.